Greetings and salutations, everybody. It's time for another episode of Bald and Bingeable. I'm D'Angelo, and I'm here to take you through an auditory journey through all the things in pop culture that you consume, because y'all be chomp, 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 chomping. Anyways, the stuff you are insatiable for and the stuff that you find truly bingeable today to talk through our random thoughts, and that's T-H-O-T-F, is my good Judy, little miss. Nelson Castillo. Hey, girl, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> Y'all, we are not technically savvy. We had so much trouble getting up into this little room today. It was horrendous, but <laughs> we are here. And for those of you guys who were expecting an episode earlier in the week, sometimes you just can't get what you're expecting. What you want to do isn't necessarily what you're going to do, in the words of Diego. <laughs> so, Oh my God. Let's just real quickly talk about, it. I want to recap for like last week. So I had strawberry corn cakes, AKA Courtney Johnson on the show. And she had her throwback ball here in San Diego on Friday night at the marrow. Nelson, I had my doubts. I had my doubts. Like it's San Diego. Number one, you're trying to throw a ballroom scene and trying to make these children ha- happen. It happened. <laughs> like it was full house. So many people, everybody participated, not everybody, but the people who, you know, wanted to participate, people made their outfits like for the denim on denim. Like we had people who showed up in like headpieces that made out of full denim and like arms and all. I mean, like it was just, it was real cute. So that's something that I'm just like, I have nothing to do with this event. I don't get, I don't get, I don't see a dollar, but I got to judge it. And I would just like to tell everybody, please go here in San Diego. Whenever you see Courtney throw another one of these balls, it is so much fun. And so, I mean, they had like even, you know, like on Pose and like on Paris is Burning and every other ballroom scene that you see, like the table of judges with all the, um, yeah, with all the trophies. <laughs> they did that. It That's was cute. Ma- it was massively <laughs> cute. And then the next night we were over at Pex for thirst and so how did yes. you enjoy your night <laughs> it was good <laughs> it was like a weird kind of slow it was a good pace though because it was like it was enough room that you can like walk around and not feel completely like oh my god i'm like on sure, top of like people. i was spending beer on anybody or i didn't have to like yell at someone to get out of my way <laughs> mm-hmm. so I that have, was good <laughs> i have started though doing the whole like I don't really want to shake hands when I'm out like and about like that especially if I'm like serving so I'm like oh I'm sorry I'm not shaking hands tonight and some yeah. people were so like offended <laughs> like I think we just need to respect where everyone's comfort level is because everyone's comfort level is gonna obviously be a little bit different um yes we definitely are um you know in the service industry so we're there to be with everyone but like we see like a thousand people a day and so you know it's our responsibility though too, to make sure that we're healthy you know, that what, what we're doing so we can t- continue to do it. So tell me about your random lady yesterday who asked you about a sandwich. Oh, my God. I thought it was like, I didn't think like that I could have like a worst question because this is servers. We always get like really dumb questions sometimes. And the one before that was they wanted me to explain what the baked potato was. And I was just like, are you serious? You want me to explain what a baked potato is? And I was like, this is this so silly to me. <laughs> are these secret uh, shoppers? <laughs> this lady came in and she they, and they were at an older table. It was a, a table of four. They were clearly in their fifties. And she asked me if our sandwiches were sandwich sandwiches. 
And I was like, I laughed and she looked at me and I was like, could you please explain your question to me? <laughs> because I'm not understanding what you're asking. I'm like, it's clearly a sandwich. It's listed under sandwiches and burgers on the menu, but you're asking if it's a sandwich. She's like, well, what kind of bread is it on? I'm like, it's on a French roll. The sandwich she was asking about, it's on a French roll and it has the meat and everything and the cheese and stuff on it. And the side of to dip the sandwich in, which is amazing. She's like, so it's not sliced bread. I'm like, no, it's going to be on a French roll. She was like, oh, so it's not a sandwich sandwich. So she was asking if the sandwich was on sliced bread, but she didn't ask that. She just How asked often, if it was a sandwich How sandwich. often like, do people go out and get like a deli sandwich at a sit-down restaurant? Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> if it says like club sandwich, then you would assume it has pieces of bread. You guys, like, are we trying to really school people now? Especially like people, <laughs> people are wild. They've been locked in their houses and they do not know how to act anymore. Like, no, that's is exactly just... what it is. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Speaking of people who don't know how to act anymore, have you seen in like <laughs> the news, pop culture, and everything else? This yes. whole trend that for some reason celebrities are telling us they don't like to bathe. Yeah, that's not cute. <laughs> <laughs> like, first it was, like, Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard, and you're like, oh, we love Kristen Bell. She's the voice of I mean, of they look greasy, though. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, Dak Shepard definitely looks greasy. Like He does, but gross. the thing is, is but, but, like, you don't really assume that she is. And then they just have, like, a fucking ad campaign with, like, um, washers and dryers, you know what I mean? Like, so you would think that, like, cleanliness is so something they're, they're they They're wearing clean clothes, but they're not bathing. I don't know. I'm sorry. That, that doesn't <laughs> constitute as cleanliness. That's that is no, that doesn't work. And so and I would think more of like, OK, you guys. So today in the subjects, before we get more into deeper about all of these celebrities who don't shower, we're going to talk about Gossip Girl today. We're going to talk a little bit of Drag Race. We will talk some housewife stuff. And then um, I want to talk about Twilight. I don't know if you've seen that. Never. But anyways, <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> back into just just back into the people who don't shower. So Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard, they were the first ones who were like our kids. We don't wash unless they look physically dirty. And I'm just like, That's ew. Insane. And like, then Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal's now saying he don't bathe all the time. We uh, got Aunt Ashton and Mila Kunis. Like, what is happening? Why are they? I don't know. I love taking a shower. I love taking a bath. I love going to Lush, you know, and getting all my stuff or going to Kills. Like, those are my top two places that I go. You to do not things. go to Lush. You do not go I to, go to Lush. It is so, like, that place smells so strong and it's always like made by Contessa and it's always like a sticker of some girl <laughs> like with like weird glasses and you're like Contessa must have got this all prepared for me today it smells <laughs> really clean I like how it smells when I'm in there it is really strong but it's not like you know you're walking into Abercrombie and Fitch and then that's like attacking you so I don't think it's really funny to me about those places those like the sales associates are always so like on top of you and then like they ask you the silliest questions like one of the guys was really cute like I was wearing um a few months ago, I was wearing my rosé shirt after Drag Race, you know, because I was supporting rosé. He's like, love it. You're supporting rosé. Like, he was so gay. He's like, do you know how to use the beauty bars? Do you know how to use the bath bombs? And I was like, laughing at him. I'm like, are there people that don't know how to use these things? Like, they seem really <laughs> self-explanatory to me. So, like, what kind of world are we living in where people don't know how to use a bath bomb? I guess it's the same world that we're living in where people ask for sandwiches or sandwiches, though. So. It's that part in the same world that people don't know how to use a damn mask after all this time. Like, <laughs> yes. Cover your damn part. nose. Like I went to the I went yesterday to my like little physical therapy because I'm old. But like <laughs> I um, so you guys, I have tendinitis in my ankle. I will take Venmo 
um <laughs> just you know as a, as a sign of like that you care but anyway so I have like this this thing that I'm now going to like um physical therapy for and like it takes place in like a little hospital you know what I mean like <laughs> And it's like, you have to put your mask on. And this lady was like, but I'm vaccinated. And the security was like, but you're in a hospital. <laughs> like you need to put it on. So this bitch put her mask on and like just underneath her nose. And it was like, come on lady. Like, why are you making things difficult for everybody? You need this much attention. You have no control over anything else in your life yeah. that you need to now impart it. And like be an asshole to this, this guy who is working, you know, security at the damn hospital. Like he don't want to yeah. deal with your ass. He wants to go back to like sitting here and checking people in. Can you please? Yeah. And she just, ugh. it's so silly. I think like if we, like, if they told us like for the next year, we had to wear masks. Like I honestly don't have a problem with that. You know, mm -hmm. because I, if that's what we need to do to protect ourselves, it's like the silliest thing. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt anyone, you know, like you're not doing a lot of things in order to put a mask on. So, I mean, if that's what we have to do, I don't understand why some people are like, no, I don't want to do it. Like, that's just so silly. Like, just put the mask on so we can still enjoy our lives so we don't have to get shut down again, you know, so. Well, just regardless, it's just like, if, if there is a rule to come in, no shoot, no no shoot, no shoes, no shirt, no service, that kind of a thing. And yeah. when you're going into a medical establishment, I mean, at least I adhere by the rules. I mean, like the science is here. So why yeah. are you here if you don't believe in any of the shit? But anyways, yeah. it's just this thing. We need to teach people how to start washing themselves again. Like it's <laughs> just, I don't know. It, it just doesn't make any sense anymore. So going into like this whole, so we were just talking about Kristen Bell and she is the voice of gossip girl all over i am excited again. that she's still the voice so that's great so good for her she's the only <laughs> one who like we'll have you back nobody else please <laughs> and it's kind of well, funny I though, because anyone else would have wanted to do it though maybe they've all moved on but i mean i haven't seen anyone really do what anything. is chase crawford doing these days yeah what is she, oh he's doing isn't he doing the boys on amazon <gasps> oh my god he is so he does yeah. have a job i, mean, I, I don't think watch that show but i heard everyone like talking about it because i guess his uh, costume for it shows it's pre-revealing. <laughs> well, no, it's, he's, he's got he's got gills in his like. He's got gills, yeah. He's got gills in his in his uh his sides. But and so, the guy that played like Chuck Bass isn't doing anything. He's on Netflix now. Little J, Little J. Okay, Little J is the only one. Taylor Momsen. So if you guys have watched like the original, yeah. listen, we're gonna give away spoilers, especially for Gossip Girl, the original series, because we're there, and we both have watched the new series that we are like up to date. So this is coming out on Friday, yeah. so you guys should have watched New Gossip Girl as of Thursday. So listen, anyways, so back into where we are with the Gossip Girl here. So I know that um, Ed Westwick, you know, who played I am Chuck Bass. Um, yes. So Chuck Bass, he is now on some show on Netflix and he's still doing the same kind of pose and he doesn't look like he's really aged too much. Is um, he doing this? He's doing the same voice, like the same like low talking voice. I have not watched it, but I would assume okay. so. <laughs> I just okay. remember like in the height of like the first Gossip Girl when it first came out that they were like were um, on air with Ryan Seacrest and I was like, you know, listening to the radio back in the day when we still listened to radio kids <laughs> mm -hmm. and they had an interview with ryan seacrest and ryan seacrest was talking about how all the guys on the show talked really low and like they would like give little snippets like audio snippets of like how they would talk but it was really like 
yeah, the guy that played Chuck Bass for sure was always just the, I'm Chuck Bass. <laughs> so you were like, what? Oh my God, girl, the other day when I was watching, okay, so you guys, I am in the midst of like a full rewatch of Gossip Girl, the original series, because the new one has hooked me just because I just, the sure pleasure that I get out of the guilty pleasureness of watching the upper, the elite of New York City, because it's just, it's cute, you know what I mean? All the money and watching and like the sets and everything. It's so sleek on the new Gossip Girl. And so, yeah. and I'm like, but I want more because you like finish an episode, you're like, we are so in the binge culture now that you like, you watch the whole series in one night. And for this, it was like, um, you get it and then you have to wait a whole week every Thursday. So I've started watching yeah. the old Gossip Girls. And I know we've discussed this a little bit, but like this cast, um, the other day when I was watching this whole Chuck Bass, that's what you're talking about. Sorry, I'm like getting yeah. sidetracked here. I got so excited to talk about Gossip Girl. My goodness. <laughs> um, but so when he looks at her, okay, so I'm in the middle of season three. I just finished season three. So I'm going on to season four. Uh, and I don't remember anything that happens, but there was a part here before where Blair and Chuck have that moment. And he's like, when he's like, so the next time that you forget that you're Blair Waldorf, you remember that I'm Chuck Bass and I love you. <laughs> and I don't know, the 14 year old of me jumps up out of me and I was like, oh my God, this is like real love. <laughs> <laughs> like, like and, and as toxic and disgusting as the whole relationship really does turn out to be because there is not like really any good people in gossip girl everybody always has their own intentions yeah. in, in their own mind and i re-watching it now i hate little jay and even more so Do like you I, hate, oh you hate little jay i hate all the humphreys <laughs> i think the humphreys as a whole like little jay lonely boy dan who ends up being lonely gossip boys. girl and then also their dad like i just like all of them death Rufus, to them all yeah. like <laughs> like like how like uh wendy williams death to them all you had me fooled yeah. mr spears you too mrs spears <laughs> have you heard that <laughs> have you heard that wendy no williams? no <laughs> oh my god wendy williams wild out recently Oh my God, last time you were on the show, we talked about this when, when she when she testified for herself. And okay. so um, Wendy Williams the next day. You had me fooled. And you too, Mrs. Spears. Death to all of them. <gasps> and so like the whole crowd is like, oh <laughs> like, she, like, she really went went there. And the thing is, is in her face in the scene. So you guys, you guys can Google it. Death to the mall, Wendy Williams her face gets so crazy, like, oh shit, what did I just say? You know what I mean? Like, she just like, kind of let herself get carried away. But that's how I feel about the Humphreys, is that like, I don't really need them, but you do need them because you end yeah. up having Dan as- I liked her, I liked her whole like, little like that she was trying to go to fashion school and like make it. And then like, what's her face from Housewives uh, showed up and she liked, liked the dress because Tinsley was the gossip girl. Like she mm -hmm. was, that was her and her friends. So yeah, well, Taylor Momsen's not doing anything anymore. Like this girl, she's not doing anything anymore, right? Yeah, like, she's and making Blake music. Lively married Ryan Reynolds, so <laughs> yeah, she's doing well. She just recently was posting because like the the paparazzi really then, is like, out to get her. <gasps> oh my gosh, Blair, you guys! Her name? Oh my gosh, I just opened up Instagram. We have to we have to sideline. Do 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 do. We have a headline. We have a headline. We have a headline. This is big, <laughs> big deal. 
Jamie Spears agrees to step down as Britney's conservator. Yeah, I saw that. I was going to mention that since we were talking about Britney. So he, he stepped down. Britney has been freed. <laughs> is it free well, though? Or is it like he's stepping down, but he's still going to leave her cousin in there? Like, where's her sister? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. That's what so, I need to know. Hopefully, this is good for her. So I hope so. Okay. So, in Variety, Variety is reporting Britney Spears' father, Jamie Spears, steps down from conservatorship. Britney Spears' father, Jamie Spears, has agreed to step down from his daughter's conservatorship. The turn of events is massive win for the international pop star who has been under conservatorship for 13 years. Yeah, we know, we know, we know. Okay. Anyways, um, we know all Do you think parts. we're going to get any music from her though after this? No, I would really hope that she doesn't put any new music out for like a year. Like, let this bitch go live her life for a minute yeah. and have something to talk about in her music. Because right now, what's she yeah, going to talk people about? People are going to be jumping on the interviews. Oh my God, we have to, we need that Oprah interview. Like, that needs to happen. She's going to be like, <laughs> every new song on the album is going to be locked up in the house. Sitting in my lonely room, like, like every sitting up in my room. That would have been our jam for 2020, though, right? Because we were all locked up in the house. We can all relate to that. Why didn't Why didn't Brandy's song "Sitting Up in My Room" come back last year? Like, it really should have. Like that's that's gonna be Britney's new album, (laughs) "Sitting Up in My Room." The remixes. Okay, so in response to Spears' father stepping down, the pop star's attorney, Matthew Rosengart, issued a statement obtained by Variety. I announced in court on July 14th that after 13 years of the status quo, it was time for Mr. Spears to be suspended or removed as conservator and that my firm and I would move aggressively and expeditiously for that outcome, Rosengard states. 12 days later, my firm filed a petition for Mr. Spears' suspension and removal based on strong, insurmountable legal grounds, which were unequivocally supported by the law and all parties involved, including Jody Montgomery, Britney Spears, and her medical team. So Jody Montgomery is actually one of the other co-conservators on this. So Jody is now saying, Jamie, he's no good for this after all this. Okay, so we are pleased that Mr. Spears and his lawyer have today conceded in filing that he must be removed. It's a vindication for Britney. We are disappointed, however, by their ongoing shameful and shameful and reprehensible attacks on Miss Spears and others. Have you heard about that? What they've been saying is that like they've just been kind of drilling in that she's crazy, that this is why yeah. she's off her meds. That's why she's tweeting like this. That's why she's doing yeah. that. So this is I've like, heard all that before, but I mean, yeah, but that's yeah. what he said in, in court filings. Now, finally, like he said that in, in those in those things that the, what they're talking about and those um, motions that they had filed. He's he mentions that in there. So anyways, so Rosengard's statement says we're looking forward to continuing our vigorous investigation into the conduct of Mr. Spears and others over the past 13 years while he reaped millions of dollars from his daughter's estate. And I look forward to talking, taking Mr. Spears sworn deposition in the near future. Rosegard adds, in the interim, rather than making false accusations and taking cheap shots at his own daughter, Mr. Spears should remain silent and step aside immediately. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> Spears' father has been her co-conservator since 2008. He's become sole conservator in 2019 after her attorney, Andrew Wallet, resigned from co-conservatorship. In September 2019, he temporarily relinquished his powers and Jody Montgomery became the conservator of her person, meaning she is responsible for Spears' medical and personal well-being. 
Spears' father has remained the sole conservator of her estate, managing all of her finances and making a hefty sum of her annual multi-million dollar earnings, given that Spears has continued to record music and perform more regularly while under conservatorship. So the other thing too, that this, this guy was saying that I was reading another article that Brittany's um, lawyer is that she should be worth a lot more money right now. Like she should have a lot yeah. more money in the bank. And where is all this money? Absolutely. And, and they so, need to get their they need to get their forensics team on it, girl. <laughs> exactly. And the thing is, I mean, so we've learned about forensics. Like we are pop culture is right now learning a thing <laughs> or two about money. If you are not watching the Housewives of Beverly Hills, I don't know what's wrong with you because right now it's actually good, and I will fully admit that because I've hated <laughs> on the Beverly Hills Housewives for some time. Yeah, always been good, okay? <laughs> yeah, but back into the Britney, you know that's sort of thing like it's just it's kind of amazing so wonderful so we just had like a little sideline check here okay back into the gossip girl of it all yeah. in the original gossip girl dan humphreys ends up being gossip girl at the very end and i have a feeling yeah. that they swung and they put that in they didn't have that in their minds the whole entire time they were shooting for some reason i just have a feeling because yeah. if they did he is a complete sociopath yeah <laughs> like I've been re-watching it and it is just like the things that he does and the in like the buttons that he pushes like even when Lil J sends him the picture of him and Serena in bed the day after her dad the issues with her father yeah. um, when, when Serena's dad comes back like she takes a picture sends it into sends it into the tip line and Gossip Girl posts it and then he's acting like oh no now when we look at it it's like you're crazy and this is why you become joe in you <laughs> on you yeah <laughs> like so that's the thing is that you guys that if you're watching gossip girl the original gossip girl series and you watch it with the intent with the thing in your mind that oh you know dan humphreys is gossip girl well then the next conclusion to make is that he eventually kills serena and vanessa and he becomes joe <laughs> and starts writing books i mean like that's what happens right like he <laughs> like it's like it's the same character but like he's no longer dan humphreys he's now joe <laughs> i just want to say i did not like vanessa's character on gossip girl she bugged me i don't know why like she did not belong there at all <laughs> They're kind of like they, they kind of remind me of Vanderpump Rules because it's a bunch of people that I hate, but I love watching the show. And it's yeah. the same way. Like Vanderpump is like all these people that I hate, and I just want to see what kind of shenanigans oh they get. When are we gonna get our new season of Vanderpump? Oh my god. <sighs> I don't even know if I really care as much anymore. Like I just I want to see yeah. somebody get shot. Like I want to see <laughs> something happen. Yeah, he's gonna get shot. <laughs> he's not even on the show anymore. We don't need to bring him back for that. Okay, in the in the new gossip girl though, I hate Zoya. <laughs> like <laughs> I do not find her likable at all. Like, do you like she's her? She's really young, yeah. So I mean there there are things that are kind of likable, but yeah, she's not my favorite of the show. So this is because I don't know what they're trying to do with it. But... Which ones, which characters are actually you finding likable besides like Julian? I don't think any of them are really likable, but I really like what's it, the guy that has the two dads. That's kind of like the Chuck Bass character. Max. Max. I like Max just because it's He's a fun mess, just like you. Yeah. <laughs> and, but we haven't seen anything like that on TV in a while. And like with the and um with the kid, you know. Mm -hmm. So and like you said, we've discussed this. You said that kids in New York just grow up faster. Because for me, what I have the problem with is like that they're on some Upper East Side bar drinking martinis, though. And I'm like, that is not happening. Like <laughs> They explain it away, though, because it is because they do call it a private club. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is, too, but is they did that, do that on the original Gossip Girl, though. 
So they yeah. stay true you know, to that. So yeah. they were always drinking and they were always having cocktails. And because when you have money, you don't really get asked for anything. Yeah. And like, and it's not like you're going to like some college bar. So, you know, they're not going to card you. The moment yeah. you whip out that little black Amex, they're just, oh, okay. Hi, sir. Hi, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the whole cast. I think that they did a really good job rebooting this. It's like, it's now, it's current, it's interracial. It's got, you know, the LGBTQ plus storylines. It's got like the gender identification things, like current things that we're dealing with now. So, and like, and it happened just seamlessly. Like, it didn't seem like they were like, you know, breaking a bottle over our head and like making us take this like it just flowed and it was so great like I wasn't really on board for it because I was kind of like mm, I don't know but like after the third episode I really was like okay I like this this is super cute they even stayed to true form with Gossip Girl like from the original one when they were bringing on musical guests and remember like Lady Gaga was on and this last one that they not this last one but two episodes ago I think they brought on Princess Nokia which was like that's really fucking cool like mm-hmm. that's like you're not just going for like bringing Lady Gaga or you know Beyonce or who would be really hot right now like Chloe by Haley or Megan Thee Stallion you know Ooh, uh... they're bringing someone kind of underground and like cool in the mu- music business like Princess Nokia is awesome like yeah which, which will <laughs> which will eventually like spill into like she'll become more mainstream what I'm liking about this new Gossip Girl excuse me is the fact that they know that all of us who are a little bit older are rewatching. Yeah. <laughs> are, are, are watching the new series so they gave us the teachers so we have an older storyline to follow as well yeah. because Which i'm you not know. really that on board with the teachers but we still need the adults because we're not really seeing the kids parents on this mm-hmm. one as we did last time so yeah we're starting to get a little bit of view the one girl see the other really really hateable um the blonde girl who's dating Augie. Yeah, I do not like her at all. She's, She's terrible and with, with her She's whole mother, her, her mom's situation and her mom's just like, like it's yeah. like, y'all are just full messes up in here. Like, but I appreciate <laughs> it. I, I I love the whole 2021 spin on it. They do make it feel like a perfect world where COVID is completely over and everybody is just, yeah. we've well, all moved did, past They it. filmed it before COVID though too, right? Or did they film it during COVID? I'm they not sure. They filmed during. So it's actually, it's a storyline mm-hmm. in it that they keep saying like, well, in quarantine, you know, we, we spent the okay. whole year last year in quarantine. There's little lines here and there that they, that they allude to the last school year was cut short because of COVID. So they've, okay. they've made it a, a storyline in it. And so we'll see where this all goes. And now they're starting to get yeah. into like the whole. And I do want to say too, I really do love that they brought back the original costume designer from Gossip Girl. So you see that in this too, because like their uniforms and like the fashion is so on point. Like, it's so great to see that. Like in That's a nice show. Where you're like, oh my God, I live for this. <laughs> How about the um the bathhouse? That is the best bathhouse oh, I've ever seen in my entire life. That's a pretty bathhouse. Absolutely. I mean, I've been to one in New York, but it didn't look like that girl. <laughs> I've okay. I lived in New York for how long? I've never been to a bathhouse in New York City. Oh, really? It just it was never one. appealing to me because it was always like ugh, like and so. But like I was like places- twenty three, and I wasn't getting hit, I wasn't getting hit on, and I was there for Fourth of July weekend, and so then some guy was like, "Well, go to the bathhouse," and I went, and it was this. It was by Limelight is where it was at when Limelight was still a thing. Mm-hmm. So it was like. It was such a surreal experience. I think any gay guy listening to this, that if you've ever been for the bathhouse the first time, you don't know what it is, but you're walking around a towel, like in circles, just like looking at people. Mm-hmm. Like it, 
it's well, so see, like weird. in Ohio, I remember the bathhouses. So there was like two that I remember. They're probably no, 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 no. Oh my god! So growing up, I remember there was two in Cleveland and one in Akron, and mm-hmm. so it was a flex in Cleveland and then another one. I don't remember what it was called, but that and flex is like a chain too because they have them like in LA mm-hmm. and they have them in Phoenix. So. But the flex in Cleveland, Ohio. That so it first started out and it was like in like this brownstone type building, you know, and it was they had all the floors, it was like three floors and all they had tons of rooms. I remember it was a pretty like laid out, beautiful club, (laughs) like for being a bathhouse. And then they moved to this place in Cleveland, like close to the downtown, I want to say like near the east side or whatever, that it from the outside it looks all nondescript and inside is a beautiful gym they have a full-size like pool with a huge like jacuzzi that looks like a pool like it's humongous and gorgeous and like I just remember being like what the hell is this when I was younger I wonder if it's still like (laughs) happening happening and then they had this real shitty one the one in Akron that was like disgusting like it was just like <laughs> like dirty disgusting like the but it provided like a safe space for you to go to though well you that's the like, whole thing host <laughs> exactly but it was one of those places that you're like oh no i forgot flip-flops or shoes because you you just knew you were going to come home with something on your feet like, yeah. <laughs> like, but the one in gossip girl is like what's it called glass doors and beautiful mood lighting yeah. and it is very it like nice. yeah Girl. i i mean the russian bathhouse that they went to on new york housewives was seedier than this bathhouse okay <laughs> true that true 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 <laughs> that and so it's it's kind of a crazy storyline that though that they've given because you know you have these two people who were like one of them was under seven under 18 and how the hell did he get in there <laughs> you know what i mean so that's the questions that you sometimes have yeah. to like that you're wondering and then just well, the whole have fake IDs, right because some of them are 17 some of them are 18 right that's true you can pay for anything and if you have an older sibling that's usually how what the what the hookup always was when i was in school was that people who had older siblings they were always like i have my sister's id i'll see you guys later yeah. i was like i want an older <laughs> <Bye>. sister <laughs> So, but I have to say, like, the new Gossip Girl is hitting. It, it is very cute. Um, Super cute. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, but it's just one of the main characters. I hate her. And it's just like, I really don't care about you. And so, and yeah. they do that. They it do is kind of hard to like her, I think. I think maybe they did that purposely, though. So. Maybe. Okay. And the girl, the uh, what is it? The girl that's her sister. Uh, uh, what's her name? <laughs> I just watched the episode. I'm like, Julian. I know no one's name. Huh? Julian, JC. Julian, the one with no hair. So pretty. That girl is like, she's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. So gorgeous. She's very (laughs) lucky. She's very lucky that she gets to look like that. That's something too that's kind of like monumental is that you have the lead girl who is like the girl that everybody wants to be in school. And she's got a shaved head. She's got a shaved head. And she's she's, a person of color. Yeah, she's that beautiful (laughs) that she don't even need hair. And she just like, she don't need hair. And so the, and then what's great about it too, is that they're hearkening to all the pop culture stuff. Like you were saying a minute ago, like in the old gossip girl, they introduced you to lady Gaga early and they fashion lines and that sort of thing. And this is kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. And so it's kind of introducing trends and the princess Nokia and all that kind of a thing. So I do have to say that I do appreciate that. And I like yeah. this, the teacher storyline is just fun just because it kind of gives us somebody that 
they acknowledged yeah. that Gossip Girl existed before. Yeah. And, you know, it's in the same place that because they've they've now referenced Blair Waldorf and Chuck Bass and they and you Chuck know, Bass, they're, yeah. yeah, they're doing all that. I'm Chuck <laughs> and Bass. they Archibald and they Archibald. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't so, like the teachers at all. They totally bug me. Like, <laughs> I don't know. See, why. I don't mind them. I think they I think they're kind of fun. They're it's kind of like now, the but I'm just like, I mean, I, I don't know. I just don't like them. <laughs> mm-hmm. OK, Did, were you a Twilight person? Did you ever watch Twilight? No, I am not a sci-fi movie fantasy person. Like, I cannot do it. <laughs> okay. Let me just tell you. I'm going to give you some spoilers. Okay, okay. So I just have to just divulge my thoughts You won't spoil anything. Here. It's all good. It's all... <laughs> okay. So here's my big issue. Okay. So I was watching the show, and you kind of get the whole thing with, you know, it's Bella's, like, the one girl, and then she has the two guys that are kind of, like, fighting over her, the werewolf and the... Yeah. Okay, so werewolves apparently inside of this universe is that when they imprint on somebody, which I don't completely understand what imprinting means. I don't know if that means they hump your leg or they like pee on you or something, <laughs> but they basically they like kind of like claim you and then none of their pack can do anything to you. It's kind of like a protection from, you know, other wolves. And then it's also somebody who's going to now have your back forever. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of yeah. like blood, blood brothers. So this guy you think that he imprints on her and so and everybody he's like keeping her safe bella you know and it's jacob you know like who everybody knows taylor lautner who's a terrible actor by the way um <laughs> i think he just got that part because he was cute right because he didn't really do anything after that either so you know what was just hateful about it is the fact that they have all these guys who are supposed to be all um, indigenous people, not one of them is indigenous. <laughs> okay, like there's not one one person whose skin isn't tanned that color. At least that's yeah. that's my view. You guys don't hate me. And if I'm, if I'm wrong, please send me a DM and tell me which ones were actually indigenous people. But anyways, <laughs> but they have all these guys who are all turning into werewolves, you know? And not yeah. one of them got a beard. Not one of them got like a piece of hair on their chest. And it's just like, really? That's missed opportunity. Stuff. Missed opportunity. And But right. then when you think about it, it is for like 13, 12-year-old girls, you know? So, yeah. you know, it makes it a little bit, little bit easier for them to stomach. But anyways, so this whole dog, this Taylor Lautner, the dog boy, <laughs> he, all these people are coming to come and destroy... Bella and her child because she's pregnant with the baby. Spoiler. This movie is over 10 years old. So you guys, it's not really a spoiler anymore. But so, but it's, I never really paid attention to it. So everybody's coming and they're showing up at the house and then they're all like, they all back down and they all figure, oh, this guy, he imprinted on the baby. So now he's going to be the baby's protector. Hmm. Okay. Now here's the big problem that I had with this. In the last movie, right? Uh-huh. We have the big battle, the big everything happens. It's a how very... many movies were there? Were there three movies or were there like six movies? Like... Girl, I think it was all one movie, but <laughs> it was like 20 hours long. Actually, I think it's yeah. five, it's four oh or God. five it's movies, insane. right? Because it's like the regular Twilight. Then there's like, wait, we got to look it up because people are probably yelling, it's new moon. <laughs> like they're just screaming at their cars right they're now. Screaming at us. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I girl, I'm like, I don't care. I'm not into it. It's all good. <laughs> So, but I'm just, I'm putting this Twilight movies in order. So here we go. 
it goes twilight new moon eclipse and then breaking dawn is split up into two so because they really really wanted okay. to milk the series so, so there's five so there, there's five there's five five movies okay because the That's last a lot of movies girl and i'm just like give me the cliff notes on this like so we can get past it because yeah. i got time for five movies okay so the thing is so i'm giving you the biggest cliff note right here so the thing yeah. is, is so after this whole situation happens this is this is probably the biggest spoiler because it's the part that all these girls were like crying over and it really did get me because when he imprinted on her and when they he was keeping her safe that little baby i started to get like emotional i texted two of my real good friends and i was like oh my god he imprinted on the baby because they both were like you have to watch this my little sister's like you should read the books i'm like no cassie i cannot read the books this is not for me in my life i will not take this on but anyway so in the very last movie right after everything happens and i'm thinking oh that wasn't too bad you know like it's one of those movies that you can put on and fall asleep to because it's very quiet like everything happens like even like the chase scenes are kind of like running through like the woods and you just hear like the branches like as they run through (laughs) so i'm like okay so the end of the movie's happening now mind you okay so she picks team edward for life you know so she's going to end up with the vampire guy she's now a vampire as well she's had a baby that's half vampire that this guy imprint <laughs> that this guy imprinted on and now he's <laughs> and now he's like the baby's protector but then they allude to at the very end that he gets with the little girl later on in life okay. like like so taylor lautner is 19 years old 20 years old he imprints on this baby, helps raise the baby, and then is dating the baby. Like romantically falls in love with the baby. Yes, that's what I'm alluding to. Like that's it's very, what they... oh my God. it's very memoirs of a geisha. Like mm. when he finds her and then like saves her. He's like, yeah. this was all set up this whole time. <laughs> it is very that. It's it is very kind of weird though, isn't it? That you're like, no. It's like you helped raise her. You know what I mean? Like she, like I made a TikTok of this, and it's like this is somebody who you can never be like, who raised you? Because he raised her. That's who raised her. And the other problem that I have with it is just like he was an adult. He groomed her. Like so, I am really taking away the fantasy from anybody who likes Twilight. But this is what I went through emotionally at the very end when I watched Twilight because it finally appeared on Netflix, and I was like, I guess it's free for me. <laughs> And the thing was, Nelson, too, was that after the first movie is that I felt like, oh, I got to keep watching. I got to keep watching these. I got to find out what happened. And then at the very, very end, they do this shit to me. They do this shit that they like. It's just no. She had a relationship with her weird uncle that humps her leg. Like, that's what ends up happening at the very end. So I can't. Um, Okay, so that was my view on Twilight because I know some people were asking me, oh, how was your Twilight viewing? That's how I felt about it. I was into it (laughs) until the very end. Like, that was another moment where I needed, what's her name? Little Dakota Fanning to come. Her character's name is Jane. And she's a bad... Dakota Fanning was in that. (laughs) Yeah, she's a bad bitch too. And the thing is, is in Dakota Fanning, does one of those things where she looks at you and you feel pain, you know, like your body starts rushing. (laughs) Like, that's what she needed to do to them. Like, death to them all because they let that little girl go with that dog. I'm not i'm not having it so (laughs) (laughs) okay drag race how are you feeling about this season the all-stars i like it i feel like it's a little long and it's this long because they picked more girls to be on this season so instead of 10 girls they had 14 girls i think or 13 okay Um, we're waiting for the game within a game we're still waiting for the game within a game i haven't seen today's episode yet um i'm going to watch it later 
but hopefully we'll get it. But people are saying we're still not getting the game within a game. So it's I don't just... know. And we're finally at our top five though right now. So I'm just wondering if the game if the game within a game is like something like Saw and they have to all go in a room and like <laughs> one of them has to c- cut off their leg or something like that. Like I'm in because this has just been forever. It has been kind of my, my feelings on All-Star 6 and I've asked other people and like they kind of, a lot of people are just kind of like, Ugh, they're kind of over it. And it does feel very much like they gave all these people second chances, you know, people who we thought that were like. <laughs> and some people got like, third chances. So, and some people. <laughs> that, and like, you can kind of see like who the real stars are. And then some of them are coming out as big stars. Like Raj O'Hara. Oh. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's what I love about All-Stars is it gives you an opportunity maybe to have a different set of eyes on someone that you necessarily maybe didn't like. And I would say Raja O'Hara is someone that I didn't like. You know, my daughter, Nathan, loves Raja O'Hara. It's like mm-hmm. her go-to. But I have to say she has pretty impressed me for this. And I would like to see her in the top three because I like her more than Ginger and more than um, Eureka. But TKB and Sonique and like Raja for top three, like that's, I like that. So see, I'm feeling ginger now because I feel like she genuinely has earned this shit because she's good. That snatch game was, I think, like one of the most worst snatch games ever. Like oh, no really? one really made me laugh. I didn't like ginger at see, all. See, I, I loved mean, it. I loved ginger as Phyllis Diller. I thought, oh. I thought Sonique was better and I, I should have got it for the win. So she entertained me more. So. See, I think they played so well together. They and even great. Raja, and Raja did well too. There was the three of them, right? Yeah, they did. They did great. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I was gonna say, yeah, Raja did great as 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 uh, Latoya, Latoya Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. The thing was that she didn't have anybody to play with because this time it felt like Eureka O'Hara as Divine was just a yeah. little bit like. I've been run over before in these situations. So I'm just going to plow through and just do what I do. And everybody yeah. else should catch up. And uh, what's her name. And so, and it just kind of felt like if Latoya was in a situation with either the Dolly with, with Son with Sonika's Dolly or with ginger, yeah. I feel like she would have had more chance to play and do the improv thing and have game. Yeah. And like, because that was a thing that was great about those other two was that ginger yeah. and, and Sonique found the game. Like when, when it comes to like playing, when, when it comes to like improv, there's always like a game. You always want to figure something out that, yeah. okay, so we're going to do this. We're going to have this rat, rat a tat here. We're going to come back to this joke later on. And the thing is, and you kind of get into a groove and those two did. And the Whitney Houston just sadly didn't go anywhere. And the yeah. thing was, is, and she had so many opportunities too, with being partnered yeah. up with Dolly Parton that the two of them really did collaborate at one point you know Whitney yeah. and, and Dolly so there was just a missed opportunity there that she just didn't yeah. do so well with but but just that too because she had won the challenge the week before which kind of mm-hmm. seems to be like a rhythm for the girls like if they win the challenge the week before then they're on the bottom the next week unless you're ginger yeah or Alaska or Alaska right True. well Alaska was only in the bottom once and then she threw that meltdown once, yeah. which is perfect tv so yeah I'm going to like love that. I don't know. I just feel like I'm, I'm Ginger and Sonique are in my top right now. Raj O'Hara. Like those are the three yes. I can kind of feel like. Those CKB is ones. definitely in my top. She's been my top girl from like day one, just because I am definitely more an old school drag race girl, like where it's seasons one through six, you know, I would mm-hmm. say are the old school. So I like seeing like the newer 
girls come in and this cast was a really good mix up of you know the beginning girls and like the newer girls so mm-hmm. what happened to pandora man i don't know i think maybe um she wasn't bad i didn't think she was bad at all but i mean just, just in general of- the whole season she's just kind of not yeah. not been the, the middle you know what i mean like put yourself yeah. in the middle like be a star her her second season she was monumental back then she was and so like, great yeah and now it just kind of feels like it's just she's quiet and i understand you know when you're a yeah. little bit older too you have more to lose i feel like you know and like for you sure kind of, and you, you you've seen how this works and you've seen you know the man behind the, the curtain so I think that maybe that's some of it with Pandora because she's such a fucking good queen. And it's just yeah, like, she's amazing. She's what? been to um, I've seen her at Riches here in San Diego tons of times. She's super sweet, nice, super talented. So I think she really was just around a lot of loud mouth bitches because this cast is pretty loud girls. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> if you can't say something, even if you're not a loud girl, you end up being the loud girl. Cause like remember after TKB won her first challenge. She like came at the girls and was kind of mean. She was like, "Y'all didn't congratulate me. You didn't say anything." Like, and I was like, "Whoa, here we go." <laughs> mm-hmm. So they will they will spotlight anything. Well, it feels like they were trying to light a fire under her after last week. You yeah, know? and so it well, was just her like and Ginger have the two wins now, so they're in the lead, right? OTKB. Yeah, yeah. I just even though I, I think she should have won that Super Bowl challenge because that Beyonce was amazing like I know everyone was like Jan did great Lady Gaga but I'm sorry I'm a big Beyonce fan we know that mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like I think yes, they were just they her. needed they wanted to give Jan her win because yeah. they knew that they, they I think they knew from the beginning because that's the thing that you can kind of see the strings are kind of there you know what I mean when it comes to like yeah. we're seeing the puppet master strings play this show and I said that but like like last week I don't know if I made that clear enough is that you know when the, on the American horror story, right? Sonique was not as good as Ginger. She was not as good as some of the other people who were in the yeah, competition. But she won the challenge. But she won the challenge. And it was all because they wanted to make sure that she was up against Manila to do dirty. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, and so I think that that was really what it came down to. And, th- and they've been known to do that in the past. And I, I'm like, right now, the examples are kind of skipping out of my head. But like, how they've had um i want to say on like on race chaser on willem and alaska's podcast they've talked about this because they go through the old episodes of like race chaser classic and they talk about oh well this night that wasn't supposed to be the lip sync song that was supposed to actually be a song by patty labelle but then they saw that ginger was in the bottom so they gave her a a song by dolly parton because they knew that it would be better for her you know what i mean so sometimes they do that is that you're kind of given all the songs that you're gonna be lip syncing at the beginning of the season on your little ipod and then you're kind of directed at okay it's gonna be this song tonight so just make sure you listen to this one well because they have the the songs all cleared by way of of um the rights and everything else, how all that stuff goes. So it's just, you're seeing a lot of the strings I feel like. And so, and it's just kind of like, it would be nice now that if they would just crown the person who's actually doing the best in the episode and let it kind of happen organically and build a story around it. And now it feels like yeah. they're, push, they're, they're pushing things too much into boxes. Yeah. So talking about seeing the strings and everything else, let's talk about some housewives. <laughs> so Last night, you guys, I wasn't going to talk about Beverly Hills today, but we need to talk about Beverly Hills because Beverly Hills is popping. Beverly Hills has things going on. Oh, and 
Erica Jane is just you're in the camp of you're still believing her, right? Are you still there? I believe her innocent until proven guilty girl. Like I'm gonna stick by my girl. <laughs> See, I'm feeling like last night was the night that everybody kind of went, Oh, I'm on Sutton's side. Like a lot of people are just kind of and and we're seeing the divide between the two groups. I don't too. know that. I think that people are just like we don't know her and they're absolutely right we don't know erica right because for the last five seasons everything has been about you know going on tour as erica jane or doing chicago like we never got anything out of her personally ever like she had her moments where she goes off on the wrong person you know they showed that you know like when she yelled at eileen that season like in hong kong shut the up it's like no, why are you doing that? It's so it's so Shut rude. Up. But I, yeah, <laughs> don't you ever ever say that. <laughs> I well, love though when she came after Teddy though when she's like, "Don't ever tell me I pretend amnesia." I was like, "Oh my god, I love this." You see, the thing uh, is, is, but but that that's the thing, and everything that she has given us has always been boss bitch, gives no yeah. fucks. You know what I mean? She's so expensive. Everything is, and it looks so bad now because now that they just take oh, for every sure. opportunity <laughs> to flash back on those scenes now. Yeah. I think it was okay. So what they're saying too is, is that, you know, that whole scene with her and Garcelle, how they started out this most recent episode is that, you know, Garcelle yeah. was like, yeah, well, Erica says that, you know, Tom still calls her. And then uh, you go ahead and get, get your storyline in girl, get your storyline <laughs> in. And it's like, Oh, oh Erica has that deep voice. Erica's doing the deep voice. Cause every other time that you hear Erica, she sound just sounds like this. You know what I mean? She's like, busy, yeah. She's got that nasal voice. And so now yeah, when she's... she came, when she came for Garcelle, I was like, Garcelle's the wrong girl to go after, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, and Garcelle backed down though. Garcelle didn't give her the reaction that she wanted her to have, which was really smart for Garcelle to do that, I think. So See, I think that we're seeing a little bit behind the scenes here. And this is all speculation. And so this is all alleged. So we know that last week after that whole blow up happened, that's how they ended the set. The, they ended it with yeah. Erica crying behind a door, you know, oh, yeah. no, oh God, oh God. Well, <laughs> that whole sort of thing. So then this week when they, when they bring that back up, but last week, remember Lisa Renna then said, oh, I'm not supposed to say this, but she put that, that post yeah, out there on Instagram, Instagram, basically saying that they were all yelling, um, that there was a yelling yeah. match between them. So wait, where is it? Because I know I sent it to you guys. Yeah. So Lisa Renna, she put this on her Instagram. Dang it. I wish they had shown the screaming fight between the producer and Erica last night on the show on La Quinta. Now that right. would have been epic TV. Too bad. Bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. <laughs> and then crying, laughing emojis. And then she says, I'll get in trouble for this in five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> and then that crazy, like, um, emoji face with the tongue out and one eye, like all going, ah, that, that one, that's what she put there. <laughs> like, yeah. like, so that's what Lisa's saying, you know, after that, 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 that has been, was part of this now. So the question here was, is, was Garcelle feeling like she was being used by production? And is that why Garcelle said I'm leaving? Probably. Yeah. Because, probably be pissed, because, so. because, because what they're saying here too, that happened was that remember when they when crystal erica and garcelle all went off on that like little mountaintop trip and then when they were walking back to the car after they had their conversation well in that conversation the girls weren't mic'd and garcelle wasn't close to them but one of the mics was still hot that they had and so they had picked up erica saying that he still calls her and 
that um, she doesn't pick up the phone or whatever. Well, so they never, so Garcelle never heard the whole thing about when they went into the car, Garcelle wasn't with them when Erica said, I don't want to talk about this on the on camera or whatever. So when they yeah. got back into the room, the producers kind of said, hey, ask, you know, talk about Erica and Tom calling her. So I think that's the thing is Garcelle wasn't so mad so much at the situation in there. She was mad at the producers. But at the Probably same sure. time, I'm sorry, Lisa Renna is being an asshole to Garcelle. Like after all of this, and why do you want to push so much? Why do you want the truth so bad? Well, because what the fuck I mean, has this show been about every other year? Is that that she has been asking for Dorit? Was there coke in your bathroom? When you talk <laughs> about when when you talk about things, you know, like oh, she's drilling, she's saying this and that. You know, Lisa Renna is the queen of that. You, she's the queen Kim, of stirring the pot. She's the Kim, queen of yeah, asking all the crazy. Kim is close to death. Blood, yeah. Yeah. Can you talk about the hookers with Charlie and the kids? There you go. <laughs> all that shit. And now this year, Erica is off is off limits. That's bullshit. Erica's her best friend, though. So I it doesn't that, matter. Like, yeah. Mm-mm. But you can't play that double standard. Not on this is show. This funny? Not, yeah, I not love when they're going to roll the tape every time. I just love because, you know, Rena and Erica are my two favorite housewives. So I'm like, I will defend them like till the end of the day. <laughs> Except here's I, the thing. They're my, they're my, they're my favorites. So. I love how Kyle, Kyle is giving her all of this like, oh, we love you so much, Erica, blah, 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 blah. And as soon as she gets into the confessionals, I know where my houses all are. Why doesn't she know? You know what I mean? Like Kyle's yeah, even like- starting to turn in her confessionals because Kyle's yeah. also seeing, because those confessionals are shot after they shoot the show so kyle's yeah. also seeing what the public is right now feeling about erica yeah. so on camera she's being great to erica but when it comes to those confessionals yeah she's right now starting to decide with everybody else but i think the I divide mean, the divide is still there though we have old cast the divide is there. Cast. i mean they're absolutely right like they were like hey the new girls are here and you girls are here but like you know even dorit says she's like we don't know her and i mean there is some aspect i think into which is true with anyone or any friendships. You don't really know someone, you know, like, I think I know you what, what I was know you for, but. Reed was I real quick to be like, I've known her for five years. You guys have all known her for six years. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, I didn't know her that well. <laughs> that's because Dorit is living in a house of cards herself and as soon as this stuff comes out and is done in the wash we're going to see what's yeah. really going on with Dorit's finances as well with all these renting houses oh, and all these labels sure, yeah. clothes like that's the thing is I would be shaking because you know and when these situations whenever something scandalous happens okay let's not even take money into the situation okay let's take yeah. it into like okay all of us are all hanging out and then noodles and beef does something okay i brought up that <laughs> name guys um okay <laughs> if you don't know what noodles and beef is if you were one of my straight girls who listen i love you got girls and so this whole noodles and beef situation it was a very ugly situation so google it but anyways that's a bad person and if you were in a picture with noodles and beef, you are hiding that picture. You are not taking that down from your timeline. It is no longer on your Instagram. It is gone, right? That's what's happening here is that if you were a rich lady who is hanging out with this woman, okay, and I'm telling you right now, Erica got a heads up that that article was coming out the next morning. She did not want to wake oh, up sure. with those ladies and have cameras in her face when an LA Times article came out. This is not Us Weekly. This is not In yeah. Touch. It's not yeah. People Magazine. This is a big deal. It's an LA, uh, uh, LA Times full article that was mm-hmm. claiming that she had $20 million put into her LLC. Erica Jane. Yeah. 
And so she got a heads up about all that. Like we, we know that happened, but the thing is, is these women are circling their wagons and I would not be surprised that they were calling their husbands and calling their lawyers and saying, Hey, this is what's going on. And their people were saying distance, distance yourself from this bitch. This is not going to be good. You do not want to be stuck. You don't want to be subpoenaed to be brought in because that shit's all going to happen now. And oh, for so, sure. Because yeah, they um, well, because they've been on the show forever. At least the girls that have it, been. You know? And you I mean, can see who's happen. real. You can see who's real. Nervous Sutton does not like this. Kathy Hilton does not like this near her money. These people yeah. do not like this scandal near. And that they're it's a Ponzi Wait, scheme. I also think Kathy really cares because Kathy so always says like the randomest weird shit, kind of like at the end of like see, a serious thing. And we're like, why are you here, Kathy? <laughs> but see, I think that she does because the thing is, is Ka- Kathy and Kat and and um. And Sutton are basically like, we all know we are wealthy women. We all have LLCs. You know that if yeah. you're handed a piece of paper that's put in front of you, you need to know. And so it really is something hard to think that Eric didn't know where $20 million all of a sudden came from. You know what's inside of your bank account. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like, yeah. if, if I know that I'm down to my last 20 bucks, I know where I'm down to. And then if all of a sudden, if I go look and I have $20, $20 million or $20, <laughs> Like, like, you know, that something is up. There's just something real shady about this. But the fact that little Miss Sutton was basically just like, um, if the devil himself puts money in your LLC, you're responsible for it. (laughs) (laughs) And she's not, she's not not wrong. I'm not a fan of her, so I don't I'm not a fan of Sutton, but she's so damn good for this show. I'm loving her. Yeah, she's good for the show. But she's not my favorite, so. <laughs> you, you need you need that energy in here because the thing is, is like this is yeah. now finally somebody who's going to challenge Erica because she has not been challenged before. Well, I don't think so much as she's going to challenge Erica is just that she's coming at her like with the facts. Like she's like, these are the facts. Like this is what it is. But I mean, if it came down to it between the showdown with Erica and Sutton, I'm sorry, Erica Jane's kicking her fucking ass. <laughs> She, I, I don't know because the thing is, is then all sudden, all sudden has to say, say, Erica has better fashion sense than Sutton. It doesn't matter. Sutton can say, (laughs) Sutton can say, pull hundred dollars out that belongs to you. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like her. You think you're a baller? Pay for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Be real nasty with it. Oh, Erica. What's up? It's expensive to be you. Mm. It's expensive to be you. Oh mm. my god! No, so I kind of want to go into uh, just making it fun now because, like, these girls, you know, they're in La Quinta, and it's obviously during COVID, you know. But here they are, and like they're ordering takeout. And I'm not sure if you listen to Danny Pellegrino's like everything iconic thing. Oh, I love but he it, like Danny. he totally did the. Um, how they got everything out of the bags. He's like, like it's like their first time they have ever ordered takeout because they have never done anything, but they're so excited about these fucking bags. Like, look at the food. It just came in the bags. Look at That's it. Are we going to eat out the, of the bag? Like, the one who was like, the most excited about that shit was fucking uh, Lisa Renna. And it's because Lisa Renna doesn't eat. So she was like, this is real? This is real food? <laughs> Harry Hamlin, please all my food. And he feeds me. <laughs> I eat like a bird. <laughs> And then fuck, and then Kathy Hilton, she last night, right? She's like, I'm, I'm looking at the menu at Ruth Chris. I was like, what? I just, I cannot believe that. They have, they like, have we're barbecue. Get the lobster mac and cheese, the spinach. She, she said the barbecue shrimp. She didn't say shrimp. She said the barbecue shrimp. She did. She said shrimp. It's not like she said shrimp at first. I was like, oh, did you say barbecue shrimp? I was like. She said, you guys want to get barbecue shrimp? And the thing is, is every single time she mentioned something, 
Lisa Rana looked like, oh no, ew, ew, ew. Like so much food. So much food. And Lisa Rana saying that she liked her burger. It was the best burger she's ever had. Lisa, have you had a burger before? I mean, <laughs> it's from Root Chris. I mean, it better be a fucking good burger. That shit was probably like 50 bucks for a burger. <laughs> First of all, you ordered the wrong thing going to Ruth Chris. You should have got a steak girl, okay? No one gets a burger at a steakhouse, okay? Do you think Lisa was all excited about, like, you know, about the bags again this week? It's like a Tupperware party. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. It was just so funny. And then, like, oh, with them cleaning the dishes. Like, she's like, please, let's help clean the dishes. Like, Dorit was being a little bit of a bitch, I thought. Like, yes, you ladies are also very entitled, and you have your houses, and you have your Why health. don't you have... Yeah, but it's yeah. the middle of fucking the pandemic. We're so a lot middle, of people we're in the middle of a quarantine girl. <laughs> so we don't have staff right now. Like you yeah, should exactly. like the thing is is and so that's probably something that that the production even told them, like, don't bring a cleaning person, don't bring anybody in while we're yeah. shooting. You know, it's it's that kind of thing. Oh my god, before we get into like that, when okay, I have a question. Did Kathy Hilton want Garcelle to stay just because she didn't want to go play croquette with the other ladies? Like she didn't want to play any more of these stupid little games. <laughs> She wanted Garcelle to stay because she don't remember when Garcelle was like, Garcelle was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go back to the hotel. I'm just I'm not staying here. (laughs) And and Kathy Hilton was the first one who ran over to her and was like, no, you can't go. And I think she was basically like, I don't want to play croquet. You need to go play croquet. (laughs) (laughs) Like she was going to tap her out. (laughs) Yeah, like it's not this is not great. I'm not staying here without you. But it was just that. (laughs) It's just everything about this is just it's just also weird. The whole fact that like. Erica says that the lawyers were calling her and telling her that um, he's not up to his mental facilities and blah, blah, blah. But he's the only one who could sign checks at the law firm. It's, I mean, it's a lot. And here's the thing. Like, I guess I want to believe her just because I think that Erica maybe was forced to put out a certain persona when she was on the show, which is why they're like, we don't know who she was. I bet you Tom was like, get these cameras the fuck out of my house. He didn't want any of that, but he did it for her, you know, so... I'm and imagining like Tom, pres- what's up? Is, I'm imagining Tom as like Grandpa Joe from The Simpsons. Right? <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> like that's what. But I mean, like, and she was supposed to present that image at all times. Like she was supposed to be the tough girl, you know. So now we're seeing. I'm her- supposed to be a pop star. My name is Erica yeah. Jane. I love everything. I'm Erica so, Jane. And I'm part of but the. But I will say kill. this though, without without her storyline though this year, we, that I mean, like this is the biggest freaking storyline. Like this is amazing. Like it's pretty great because I mean, and it's real. Like that's I mean, it's sad that we're like so entertained by it. But I mean, I'm just ready for, for them TV. all. Otherwise, otherwise the season would have just been like Crystal yelling at Sutton for not seeing color, which Ooh, they wait. almost got into again at the table. What, what about that? So. <laughs> what about what about Garcelle looking at, at Dorit and being like, are the only brown people that your kids come into contact with the help? Oh my God. <laughs> and Dorit I, took a second. For, for asking, I'm loving Garcelle for asking like all those questions. And I will say this though too, like I like the way that Garcelle put that because um, I come from a very interracial family. You guys know that my, my mom was black. My mom was half black, half white. My dad's El Salvadorian. So we just had a mixture of people. So what I... I used to say that too all the time. Like, hey, I don't see color because like in my household, that's what we didn't see. But Garcelle was like, no, I am a black woman. You will see me as a black woman before you will see that I am educated. Before that, I have like good manners or whatever, you know, other well, traits that leads, I have. It leads in the room before you walk in. Absolutely. Like we, like we got, we both got light boy privilege. Like people don't realize that we are as ethnic as we are because we both got light skin. But like it is, yeah. 
it's rough because when you know that you when you do have the light skin but you're in a situation with all white kids they know you're different you're another so sure. it, it is something that you can't be like oh I'm, but then I'm when you're in a situation with a bunch of brown kids or people of a different ethnicity like when i'm around different um hispanic guys sometimes and like i speak spanish and i understand it very well and i love like when they're talking about me behind my back and they don't think that i understand them it mm. is like the biggest like turn off for me to like go confront them and be like hey i know what you're saying about me <laughs> like just because i'm not brown doesn't mean i don't understand the last name's castillo baby don't get it confused <laughs> like, it's just it's wild all of it so but she put that so well i liked i liked how she said that because that is very true and so, then Dorit, Dorit came back real quick with my mom's best friend is black <laughs> oh my god when i saw that i was just like oh my god Dorit, please do not <laughs> Uh, it was, yeah, it was just one of those moments. And then, like, even Kathy tried to weigh in. She's like, you know, we, which you, you can't even relate to Kathy because she's like, we grew up next to Michael Jackson. They're like, no one cares, girl. Like, no one cares. Michael Jackson was my best friend when I was growing up. And I was like, girl, don't talk about Michael Jackson. We all know that he had Vitilago and then he turned himself white. Like, it just you is were, different. You were one of the richest women on this show. And now you're going to tell us, and you want us to try to feel a little bit better being around you but then you're gonna tell me that your childhood friend was michael jackson like i can't relate to you anymore i'm done it's perfect though i mean that's why she's perfect <laughs> she's perfect on the show yeah. they have a really perfect cast like as much as i don't i do not like rena and erica right now and it's just <laughs> like the thing is is but it's just it's perfect like so let's it's perfect it happens. works really well and crystal's great crystal is like one of the best housewives in such a long time she She's coming in hot. She's standing her ground. When she came like, home and her husband was like, how was it? She was like, I didn't cry. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah. I was like, oh, she didn't cry. But you know, her husband was like, I read the article. What did, what did she say? What is she, you know, you know, that's what every single husband is coming home when their wives oh were coming home. Cause, cause you know, when that article popped up, because they all have Google alerts, right? Anytime Real yeah. Housewives comes up and then they all were seeing that, you know that they were shooting that shooting that article of their husbands and everything. And they just want, their husbands want to know what is going yeah. on. Tell me, tell well, me, tell I remember me. even when that came out, like this with our group chat, like we were like, oh my God, what is going on? Like, this is crazy. So it's yeah. insanity. It is insane. Okay. Yeah. Before we wrap up for the day, are you watching Potomac? I am watching Potomac. Yeah. I'm loving it. It's good. The new girl's good. I don't really it's, like that they're villainizing Wendy so much, but I mean, Wendy's I mean, storyline is just getting weird, and it's becoming the Bronwyn of the show. Yeah, like the second season, like when you have that bad Siggy, you know, Siggy kind of se season, like Real Housewives of New Jersey. It's yeah. like your, your second season wonders when they come in and they just have a bad showing, and I feel like Wendy, it's happening that way i don't know if they're making her so much as the villain it's it's kind of fun because you don't have you're not really on her or mia's side right now you know what i mean like yeah um but i i am liking that mia trying to say that she's 36 years old mia really Mia. oh my mia. god that was the funniest thing when they were like um uh, can you do math <laughs> it's all that but like i'm just like looking like so like the most recent episode when they had um so ashley had a new baby yes yeah, so, baby with that Dylan. man, with that right. man, with, with Gollum. That man. Um, I'm sad though that um, you notice he's not, not allowed. He, he's not allowed to shoot with any of the women. Do you notice that? Oh, is he not? That's what. That's that's the rumor. Word on the street is I'm still <laughs> word on the street. <laughs> but um, 
word on the street is that he is not allowed to film with the women. That's why when even Giselle went over, it mm. was the it was the sitter with 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 her, you know, the nanny. It wasn't the other yeah. person. And that's the funny thing too is that whenever they have somebody come into these scenes, okay, so all this every show that we're getting right now is all kind of shot in quarantine, right? Yeah. And so, and you can tell the different like levels of comfort that people have. Like in Jersey, people are just like, let me come in and lick your teeth. Like they don't care about COVID. Like they are just. Which I mean, they did. It was crazy watching the Jersey stuff because just watching them go to restaurants and going, we didn't get that like for a yeah. while. Like Jersey was just doing whatever they wanted to. But the thing is, is like, over here, like in Potomac, when Giselle's sitting there at the table with with uh, with Ashley, and the nanny walks in with the baby, and she's like, and you see that nanny was like, "I'm not coming near you, COVID." <laughs> like, like she just was like across the room, not stepping near her. I was just like, "That's just too much." Um, I did. Uh, what else do I have in here? This this franchise is swinging really big with Mia right now and her whole estranged family storyline, trying to find her mom. Yeah. So that's something that they keep on trying to do. Like, remember Megan in Real Housewives of of Orange County when they oh, went to, when they had to go to Ireland and she sta- she stood on a fucking street corner and went, "Are you an O'Toole? Are you an O'Toole? Hi, oh my are God, you an O'Toole?" <laughs> like, is Mia gonna do that? Is Mia gonna be like, oh my god, and- speaking of the OC housewives, they just had a whole new cast shakeup, too. So mm-hmm. they just they announced three girls, one of them is half black. But they and are filming though right now because I do follow Gina on Instagram and she's hashtagging a lot of real housewives of Beverly Hills stuff. Tamara's so, back. Beverly Hills, T- Orange T- County, T- sorry. <laughs> T- Tamara Tamara is parent, uh, apparently shooting too with the OC girls right now. Oh, but cool. it's looking like um, yeah, that the old divide between Heather Debro and and Shannon Bador is still very much alive and they hate each other again. So that's, that's one awesome. of the rumors. Because yeah, I don't like Shannon. We need to get rid of her. <laughs> I've heard that there's three new girls. It's two new girls plus Heather Debro. And the new yeah. girls have got fuck you money. So like let's see. Gina's real upset. Emily's <laughs> trying to compete with her hip. Like it's just gonna be crazy. Um, I'm I'm here for it. I'm I will be back into the OC, especially since they got rid of that monster Kelly. Um, I mean, I want to see I want to see what the trailer will look like, and then I'll determine whether or not I'll like jump on board. So, but speaking of trailers, right? Why, yes. why is every single <laughs> one of the buses okay? So they're all taking like tractor trailer buses and like tour buses everywhere they go on all these series. So Candace, she's taking these girls in a big tour bus to. <laughs> Colonial Wim- yeah. Williamsburg. Yeah. We're going to go to Colonial Wim- Williamsburg. When somebody still tells me that, I don't care if it's the middle of the pandemic. I would still kind of be like, why? Especially <laughs> especially when you're Black and you're trying to go to Colonial Williamsburg? Girl. <laughs> Except for they really did change my mind with that house. That house was pretty bomb. Like, that was yeah. a good piece of property they were staying at. So okay. I'm just trying to see if there's anything else here that was kind of, like, oh, good in this series. We're saying trailers. We're, we're supposed to get the new Salt Lake City trailer tomorrow. Yeah, so the Salt Lake City trailer is supposed to drop this Friday. The... Is, this gonna be, is it this going to be, like, all the same girls? Or are we going to get some new girls? Like, do we know? I hear I there's we'll find out one, tomorrow. I hear there's one new girl. There's, like, a rumor that there's one new girl on the Housewives of, of Salt Lake. But that's also another one. Because right now Mary is in trouble as well for harboring yeah. a minor and contributing to the delinquency of a minor. So apparently somebody was running away from home and she was trying to help oh. them or something. 
I said, I will say this. So when I was in San Francisco, I got some good Salt Lake City tea from Hunter Hardin because he lives in Salt Lake City, which I didn't know. And all his like little gay boys that were there. And they are saying that the cameras, they know for a fact that the cameras were rolling when Jen Shaw got arrested. So it's going to be on the season. Oh, they've been talking. They've talked about that, that they were actually yeah. on. They were moving from one location to another. And she was like, and so Jen Shaw apparently was like, you guys, um, something's something's going on with 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 with, uh, with Coach Shaw. I have to go home. Yeah. Like they had given her a heads up, you know, very yeah. much, you know, very much like how they gave a heads up to Erica and then why she left that La Quinta house. Anyways allegedly um but yeah like i'm so i'm waiting for to see what else is going to be happening there but i don't see anything about uh new cast members for this salt lake city so it might be the same yeah. girls oh no girls it's larsa trying. pippen larsa pippen's on i don't know who that is but okay Ooh, scotty pippen's ex it's um kim kardashian's best friend it's one of kim kardashian's best friends what? so that's that is one of the rumors right now. Is yeah, that the we're gonna see, well, we didn't see the Kardashians on that show. We saw the girls from, <laughs> we saw Katie and who from, from uh, Vanderpump Rules, Lala, right? Mm-hmm. Just because they, <laughs> one of them has like a house out there. One of them has like family out there or whatever. Yeah. But, um, but that's the rumor right now is that Larsa Pippen is now moving into the Ew. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And you know that Salt Lake, that how Miami Housewives is coming back. So maybe that's where they're yeah, getting Yeah, but it's not coming back from. on Bravo, though. It's coming back on Peacock, though, right? That's what I heard. Yeah, that's what I heard as well. But you know that they'll probably start showing it like at 2 a.m. or something. Um, <laughs> so we'll see where that all hits. Okay, so back to the Potomac thing. Loving the Giselle and uh, Karen fight. Like, that just gives us so many things. What's going on with that hot box? Like, all those kind of comments are just, like, the best. <laughs> Karen's so, crazy. What's going on between those things? <laughs> the whole Wendy Candleline story is bullshit. Like, come on. It's so dumb. It's like, girl, come on. You had a, you were like, you came in so strong last year, I think, and like had so many admirable qualities. Like, I'm a professor and I do uh, political commentary. Like, those are really great things. Now you're leaving all that to go put out a fucking candle because you want to be the Black Martha Stewart. Like, don't we already have the Black Martha Stewart? Like, I don't know who she is, but like, don't we have someone like that already? I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I mean, yeah. I think there's like one Martha Stewart that comes around in a lifetime. And so, and for you to say that you're going to be the next Black Martha Stewart and you don't even have a, right. a, a plan, That's a business funny. plan, you don't know what's going to be going on. Right. Like, come on. She liked the smell of a candle somewhere and thought that, hey, I'm going to make candles. And it's just like, girl, Tiffany Moon is doing it over in Dallas. You don't need to touch right. him right now. I'm like, I like poppers, girl, but you don't see me coming out my own damn line of poppers. Okay. Like- <laughs> all of that. All of that. Um, <laughs> Okay, I don't know if there's anything else major that we need to talk about. Just the fact that Giselle said, I want Ray to live. I want Ray to pay his bills. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they ended this one, but it was awesome. This has been another episode of Bald and Bingeable. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week. So sorry the episode came out late, but y'all got an episode this week. Next week, we'll be back on time. I have a really cool guest that will be coming in from my past. that will be coming on to Bald and Bingeable next week. But this week, we had Nelson. Thank you so much, Nelson, for joining. <laughs> Boys, of course. Nelson, where can the kids find you if they want to look at pictures of you? Hi, you can find me on Instagram um, at YesQueen. That's Y, two A's, three S's, and then Queen spelled with a K because I went to public school. Very much so. And you guys will see all of his very thirst-trappy photos on there. 
and um, enjoy him. And so you guys can find me, D'Angelo, at D'Angelo Gogo on Instagram and Twitter. You guys can find me, D'Angelo, on TikTok. I'm kind of over TikTok, so I'm not really posting much there these days. Thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of Bald and Benjamin. Make sure that you guys like and subscribe everywhere that you guys listen to podcasts. Give us those five stars on Apple so that you can tell the robots that we exist and they tell more people and then we can keep on doing this. Love you guys so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Bye. Nelson. Bye. Bye, girl. <laughs> Good night from the lower level. Good night from the lower level.